Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell, and I appreciate you joining me on this chapter day journey again today, which finds us in Psalm 114. And I spotlighted verse 2, which says, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. Today's podcast is entitled Division. Along my journey, I have experienced discord and division among any number of groups to which I belonged. This includes family, churches, community organizations, most recently, a nation. When division happens, no matter the size or scope of that division, I find that it creates so much relational mess in its wake. Suddenly, individuals who love one another find themselves on opposite sides of a topic or a circumstance. Mental lines get drawn. Emotional trenches are dug. A relational no-man's land grows between, and neither party feels very much like being the one to crawl out of the trench and initiate the crossing of no-man's land. It's hard Today's chapter, Psalm 114, is the second in a series of ancient Hebrew songs known as the Hallel, which is sung each year at the Hebrew Passover feast, which celebrates God's deliverance of the Hebrews from slavery in Egypt. Like yesterday's psalm, Psalm 114 is sung before the Passover meal. In eight simple verses, the song overviews the major events of the Hebrew exodus out of Egypt through the wilderness and to the promised land. As yesterday's chapter was metaphorically the call to praise of the Passover feast, today's chapter is metaphorically a prologue that sort of overviews the journey that the participants will take through the feast. What struck me the most as I read this morning was the second verse, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. Casual readers are likely to miss the weight of this verse for the ancient Hebrews who sang it back in the day. Scholars say that the song was penned during a period in Hebrew history known as the divided monarchy. Now, the 12 tribes of Israel were divided into two nations. Two tribes, led by Judah, became the southern nation of Judah, with Jerusalem as its capital. The other 10 tribes joined into the northern nation of Israel and there was civil war. As with any event of human discord and division, there was the drawing of mental lines, the digging of emotional trenches, and the development of relational no-man's lands. The Passover feast to which all good Hebrews were expected to attend and participate in was held in Jerusalem at Solomon's temple in the capital city of Judah. So this meant that the faithful who lived in the northern nation of Israel had to cross no man's land. I can only imagine the relational tension that existed in the city on that week each year. A festival that was meant to unite the people in remembrance of a unifying event of their national identity became a political and religious powder keg. And that's why the writer of Hebrews 114 mentioned both Judah and Israel. It was a reminder that we're supposed to come together in the celebration of this event. Uh, I can't help but feel an acute identification with that reality in light of my own nation's recent events. 
In the quiet this morning, I find myself thinking back to those divisions which I have experienced and which dot the timeline of my life as painful waypoints on my journey. Given time, I'm glad to say that I've experienced relational healing and reconciliation in certain relationships. In others, the relational division led to separate paths that I really don't expect to converge again on this side of eternity. In yet others, I have made attempts to cross no man's land only to be greeted with an emotional fence of barbed wire. I must also confess that there are yet other circumstances in which I would say that I desire there to be reconciliation, but that desire has not led to my willingness to initiate a crossing of no man's land. Those are the ones that lay heavy on my spirit this morning. I find it ironic that my chapter day journey happens upon the Passover Hallel on this week when followers of Jesus begin the annual spiritual pilgrimage with Jesus to Jerusalem to crucifixion and the resurrection. You see, the final climactic events of Jesus' earthly life happened during the week of Passover. Followers of Jesus see the two events as spiritually akin. Moses led Hebrews out of slavery and Egypt to the promised land. Jesus led any who will follow out of bondage to sin through the wilderness of this earthly journey to an eternal promised land. It's also ironic that today happens to be known as Ash Wednesday, which is the opening event of the season of Lent for every follower of Jesus. It's the day when we are called to spirit mode to embark on a spiritual journey of remembrance with Jesus to the cross. Just like yesterday's chapter, today's chapter called the Hebrews to the spiritual journey of remembrance with Moses to the promised land. And by the way, I didn't plan this. I find myself answering the call to that annual journey this morning in the quiet of my office. I find myself thinking about those relationships that are still on the other side of no man's land. And Holy Spirit whispers the words of Jesus to my spirit. He said, quote, This is how I want you to conduct yourselves in these matters. If you enter your place of worship and, about to make an offering, you suddenly remember a grudge a friend has against you, Abandon your offering. Leave immediately. Cross no man's land. Go to this friend and make things right. Then, and only then, come back and work things out with God. 